0: Row, row row yelled the man standing on the bow looking down at the oarsmen whose breath labored with each stroke as they powered through the water with strength and rapidity it was general sicarius the leader of mavenor's esteemed army barking orders at his troops while they conducted a nautical exercise as he exhorted them to push even harder his men looked up and fixed their eyes on the six-eyed spider insignia displayed on his uniform it was a clear reminder to them of how lethal their leader was, as the slightest injection of that creature's venom could kill the strongest man in mere minutes. Harder! Harder! screamed Sicarius. Do you not know that Zamnon can attack us by sea as well? We must be prepared! I believe the men have had enough for one afternoon, General, said Tarsus, Sicarius' right-hand man and first lieutenant. There can never be enough. But Zamnon can stage an attack on us at a moment's notice. I'd hate to have that happen while our men are excessively fatigued. Sicarius glared at his lieutenant and then gazed over at his men. They were tired, too tired now to row at the pace Sicarius demanded. Their grunts grew louder and their strokes became longer and slower. Their brows were coated with sweat and many of them looked as if they were now succumbing to the heat. Very well, then. Let's head back to shore, but I will only grant them a short rest before beginning drills this afternoon. Idleness leads to contentment and laziness. I will tolerate neither. With that, Tarsus commanded the troops to slow their pace, turn the ship toward land, and begin rowing back toward Mavinor. When they arrived at the shoreline, they docked the ship and disembarked. The soldiers followed the general as he marched, passing other smaller vessels along the way including a fairing that lay on the beach off to the side, right along the rocks. When Sicarius came to where his mount was located, he commanded his troops to report for drills later that afternoon and dismissed them. As they left, Sicarius mounted and rode toward his office. Tarsus climbed onto his warhorse and followed closely behind. As King Gobius entered the huge mausoleum alone, he looked around and marveled at what he saw. No matter how many times he came there to pray, the sight of the beautiful marble structure never ceased to amaze him. It was he who had the mausoleum erected shortly after his coronation, all to honor the memory of the heroes who lost their lives during the quest. Thaddeus, Gnomus, and Alpheus would forever be remembered and venerated as a result of the great sacrifice they made in giving their lives so the others could bring the medallion. "'back to Mavinor. "'Gobius looked down "'at that medallion "'as he walked further inside, "'pausing briefly "'to take it in his hand "'and gaze down "'at the image of the unicorn "'emblazoned on it. "'As he let it go "'and allowed the medallion "'to dangle from the chain "'around his neck, "'he looked up again "'to take in his surroundings. "'The mausoleum "'was constructed entirely "'of marble "'and contained a long altar "'across the back "'that was slightly elevated.' with two steps leading up to it. Alabaster window panels surrounded the structure on all sides, allowing sunlight to filter in and brighten the interior of the mausoleum. There was enough light that one could make out some of the architectural details, but not so much that the mood inside was anything but solemn. Although the remains of Thaddeus, Nomus, and Alpheus were buried deep in a dust-blown tomb in the northern mountains, Gobius wanted to erect a monument that would forever honor their memory. He wanted a place where people could go to venerate them and pray to the author in their devotion to Mavenor's greatest martyrs. The size and majesty of the mausoleum alone ensured that this would be the case. Gobius approached the altar, but stopped short when he arrived at the first step leading up to it. Instead of walking up to where the altar was located... He knelt on the step, bowing his head so that he peered down at the patterns in the marble floor. As he looked back up, he stared at the translucent panel above the altar, as if trying to see something on the other side, something high up in the heavens. Then, as he closed his eyes, he began to pray.